Good afternoon and welcome to Community Focus at JJY. I'm Ken Thomas, and today my guests are from Lakes Area Habitat for Humanity. We have Executive Director Kevin Pelkey with us and Development Director Ruth Ann Veith. Uh, first of all, folks, welcome to Community Focus. Thank you. What a treat. Thank you. What a treat. Yep. All right. Well, uh, Kevin, maybe we'll start with you. Uh, we're heading into the end of the year, but uh, bring us up to speed on what's been going on this year at Lakes Area Habitat for Humanity. Well, thanks for the opportunity, Ken. Yeah, a uh, year of COVID has changed everything for everyone, including us. Um, with that said, Ken, we are still moving forward. Um, after about an 11-week shutdown of our entire operations, we reopened things back in end of May, got back onto the job sites in the protocols that are required of us by both uh, Habitat International and the Department of Labor and Industry, reopened the ReStore. But here's what's really radically different for us this year. We did it all really virtually without volunteers. <laughs> virtually, that's the word of the year, right? <laughs> yeah. um, in all seriousness, uh, when we fr started framing our home in Baxter in the summer, we typically have 30 or so people on that job site that first day. We had five. Wow. Um, and that was kind of the whole pattern for the entire summer. Uh, we did start another house in Crosby, but bottom line is, you know what? It's going to be a slower process for us. We're okay with that. We're still building safely. We're building um, just with fewer people. And uh, that's, that's going to be the name of the game this year is to be happy with what we can get done. Uh, I will say, Ken, the, the outpouring of community support has been an incredible blessing. Um, very, very noticed in the ReStore with uh, donors who are just pouring in um, materials for us to process through. And shoppers have been just incredibly supportive of, uh, of, of keeping this um, business afloat. So we are so, so thankful for all of what the community has been doing, even though we have been doing so without our volunteer corps. Yeah, it was an amazing year from the standpoint. I know we did some in our house, but everybody wanted to remodel. We're all spending more time in our homes. <laughs> and the ReStore is such a good option for finding all kinds of things for remodeling one's home. That's absolutely true. And I think we noticed a, a big surge in first-time shoppers that were just stunned at what they saw and, and promised to be regular shoppers from that point forward. You know, and the other thing that's really noticeable this year, and it affects construction more than anything, and that is the uh, um, scarcity of materials. Um, there has been a lumber shortage on our backs for the entire construction season this year, and it doesn't appear that that's going to alleviate anytime soon. Um, you know, the consequence of that is that everything is harder to get. Everything is a little more expensive to buy, and even the subcontractor materials are hard for them to find their materials, and when they can, it's costing them more. So translation, it costs us more. Uh, but I, I'm, in, I'm anticipating that our construction expenses this year are somewhere in the 30% or so um, uh, increase over any previous year just because of the shortage of materials. Yeah, I'm, I heard the same thing from commercial builders everywhere. And, and the reason, as you probably know, the plants or the, the shops or whatever you want to call it, the mills where they make the lumber were shut down for a while. And so the, the supply went low. That's right. And then everybody being home, they stripped the product that was on the shelf. And uh, it's just taking 
yeoman's work to get that back up into um, stock. Yeah. So, uh, Kevin, are you already starting to look ahead to 2021? Um, I think realistically we know that even though we hear these wonderful stories about vaccines that are uh, very effective, bottom line is uh, we're not going to be out of the pandemic for a while yet. That's absolutely true. And we are still going under the guidelines that Habitat International and the Department of Labor of Industry have placed on us. And that is to say we are not allowed to have more than 10 people on a job site at any given time. Um, so that's kind of the, the methodology that we are approaching our uh, next several months with the house that we have under construction in Crosby, the house that we started just a couple weeks ago in Baxter. We have two projects that we will have the opportunity to use that slower pace, the winter months, to just keep moving those forward. And then our plans for 2021, um, we have three families that we've approved for service, and we'd like to get at least at minimum two of those those homes completed and a third one under construction. Uh, two of those in, in Brainerd and one in our newest community of Sabika. Mm. Fantastic. Um, as you talk about just having so many people on the job site, does that include any volunteers at all? I mean, is there a waiting list where someone could get on and maybe work once in a while for you? Well, the only days that I think this entire time since we reopened construction site, I think I can count on two two fingers where we had more than 10 people wanting to come on a given day. So the short answer is we welcome you to give us a call, uh, find out where we have activity, whether it's going to be in Crosby or in Baxter, and find out what we're doing and if we have a need, which is most likely yes, um, but uh, we can probably accommodate just about anybody's request to come and work with us over the next several months. All right. I want to ask uh, Ruth Ann uh, about fundraising. We uh, were reading the news story this morning. Uh, Give to the Max had a record-setting day yesterday, and I hope some of that is coming to your coffers. Yes, um, we are super thrilled. Um, it was fun seeing all those messages come in this morning of people who have reached out and wanted to give. They wanted to make an impact on other people's lives. And, you know, that's 2020 has been challenging. But this time of year when we can reflect and be grateful about the, all the things that are good, we have a lot of good things going on in our life. And, and that's kind of where we want to stay. We want to stay focused on that. Because that's where we're going to do the most good. Um, and we have been blessed. People have been reaching out. They've been giving. And that makes a huge difference. It impacts people's lives beyond what they can imagine. Um, one of the stories I like to share with one of our partner families, you know, when people give, they're giving, they're changing lives. They're helping build the strength, the stability, the self-reliance people need to change. And one of our fam, our Habitat partner families um, through the strength and the stability they've gained since they've been in their home, has had the courage and the, and the strength to start her own business. So, you know, that's exciting. She's going to change her family's life, and that's what your dollars do when people give. So that, that's the exciting part about what we do. I'll ask if people can still donate at this point. Absolutely, they sure can. Um, they can donate at any time. You know, Giving Tuesday is coming up Tuesday. But, you know, the end of the year, um, 
Yes, we can take those. As I said, it's been a little challenging fundraising in, in 2020 in COVID, um, but people have been more than generous. And for that, we are very, very grateful. But yeah, you know, if somebody wants to talk about ways they can donate and, and contribute, um, give us a call. We, there's lots of opportunities and we'd love to have that conversation and let people know what their dollars do, where, where they go and, and what a difference they're making. Wonderful. You know, Ken, I, uh, to follow up with what Ruthann just said, uh, it's the season of thanks and thanksgiving, and we all have so much to be thankful for, and it's a good time to reflect on that. And I love what you said, Ruthann. Yes, this is about impact. Um, Dale and Katie are so thankful that they now can have a shower they can roll their son into instead of lifting him out of a chair and into a tub. The first day they moved into their home, they gave their son two showers just because they could <laughs> talk about the simple things in life that make a difference. And everyone who had a hand in that project, whether it was the volunteers who did show up or the people who did give their financial support or their prayer support too, they impacted a family's life forever. Now, as we roll into next year, uh, the ReStore will remain open even through the winter hours. Kevin, tell us about what's going on. Yes, uh, ReStore is always available. Um, we did um, shorten our hours uh, when we reopened to allow that last hour of the day for our uh, cleaning protocols that we committed to doing, which is spraying down surfaces, wiping things, cleaning carts, those types of things to prepare for the next day's shoppers to come. So we are open Monday, uh, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday from 9.30 to 4.30 and Saturdays 9.30 to 2.30. We do have a couple of holiday exceptions coming down the pipeline where we will have um, either shortened hours or closed hours. An example is next week being Thanksgiving. The staff at the ReStore will be closing early on uh, the uh, day before Thanksgiving, so Wednesday. And then we are closing our entire operations Thursday through Sunday. It's the only time of year when I tell my staff, let's go home and take care of ourselves and put these other matters aside. And uh, I'm so grateful that we have that opportunity and then come up uh, uh, December 24th, we will be closing early uh, with the ReStore at 3.30 instead of 4.30 to let everybody get home. Um, and then we'll be closed the 25th and the 26th. And then on New Year's, we'll be closed uh, closing early on New Year's Eve, again at 3.30, and then closed on New Year's Day. All right. And then uh, we'll, we'll hope for, um, you know, the the end of this thing as soon as possible so everybody can get back to normal. And I'm sure that's your wishes as well. It is. And, you know, Ruth Ann just pointed out something really important. Um, you know, we were talking about volunteers on the job site. Well, we should also talk about the volunteer absence in the ReStore that we were using, roughly speaking, 200 to 220 hours of volunteer time every week to run the store. And I think we're down to about 30 hours. Um, so, you know, if somebody wants to learn how to train on a cash register, for instance, we have what we call Fort Knox that you can stand behind and be protected and alone um, and uh, do a, something that's a really important service to the ReStore and would free up a staff member to be able to assist customers instead of uh, being behind the, the cash register to um, to run people's uh, transactions. So, yeah, we, we really could use... Um, a, 
at least a small increase in, in volunteer service at our store. And again, the great example of a safe place to do that is the cash register. Excellent. If someone is listening to this and would like to volunteer, can they do so right at your website or how do they make that contact? There are two options. They can give us a call at 218-828-8517 or, yep, you can log on to our website, lakesareahabitat.org, and we have a a volunteer sign-up form right on um, our website. Excellent. You know, Ken, I'd like to share something with our ReStore that um, I'm not sure if a lot of people are aware of, but the beauty of the ReStore is it serves so many purposes. Um, It provides great quality um, items for people to pick up. It provides a service for people to get rid of things that they no longer need, and it doesn't go to the landfill. But the other side of it, when people purchase items at our ReStore, the dollars raised from our ReStore it helps cover the business expenses of our organization, which is huge. Um, plus, it also contributes to our home projects. But I think it's nice for people to know when, when, Ken, when you give a donation, when you give a donation to give to the MAPS or you make a, a donation to Habitat, your money will go directly to the family or to the home or to the project. And it's not necessarily going to support the business expenses. And so I like people to know that whilst they go and shop there and they get a good deal for themselves, they're also in turn are making a difference and changing lives. So, you know, it's a win-win all the way around for all of us. So, and the restore is packed. It is jam-packed. So come shopping, come by, bring your friends. We, we need to just clear out our store because we have more to bring in. Very good and well said. Yes, those dollars are so important because it allows you to really focus uh, your money on what's most important, and that's building those homes. Yeah. All right. Anything else we should know about Habitat as we head for the end of the year and and hopefully a, a much better 2021? Just that we are so thankful for everybody's support through this very, very challenging year that um, I love what you said, Ruthann. There's a lot of positives. We have uh, had two families be able to move into their homes this year. One one moved in the day before the shelter-in-place orders took place, so their children had a place to have a, a safe place to do distance learning. Wow. I mean, that is so, so cool. Um, yeah, we're making a difference one family at a time. We're super excited to continue our program and building just a slower pace until we have that opportunity to bring our large crews back and really hit hammers hard and lift a lot more walls, et cetera. But we are, we are committed to, you know, reaching out to as many families as we can and serve them one at a time and uh, change families' lives. It's what you guys do, and you do it very well. Thank you so much for what you do in the community. And thanks for being here today to talk about uh, Habitat, the Lakes Area Habitat for Humanity. We wish you the best for the holiday season, and we'll talk to you again next year, I'm sure. Great. Thank you so much, Ken. Thank you so much. Thanks, Ruth Ann. Thanks, Kevin. Our guests today... Our guests today, Kevin Pelkey, Executive Director of Lakes Area Habitat for Humanity, and Ruth Ann Veith, who is the Development Director for Lakes Area Habitat for Humanity. I'm Ken Thomas. That's today's edition of Community Focus. Don't forget our Community Focus programs can be listened to anytime at our website. Go to 1067wjjy.com. 
You can also listen to our community-focused programs on our free downloadable app that's powered by Cuyuna Regional Medical Center.